Welcome to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. What's going on? I hope you're having an amazing day so far or already had an amazing day. I can't wait to chat with you today because this is something that I think so many women struggle with. And I did struggle with this in the past, but have since moved through it. So now I'm here to help you move through it because it is game changing. This is something that if we don't nail this part down, nothing else in our health and wellness journey is going to be able to be successful. So for some reason in our society, Taking care of ourselves and living your own life is looked at as selfish. It's deemed selfish if we do things for ourselves that might not even negatively affect other people, but might make other people uncomfortable or not even just like prioritizing ourselves and putting ourselves first is seemed selfish with it, which is so insane because this is your life. This is not someone else's life. So why is it that we'll feel guilty for doing things for ourselves? Like, oh no, no, no. I, I can't take the time to take care of myself because because I have to take care of my children or my spouse or my partner or my siblings or my niece and nephew or my friends, whatever it is. It's like, wait a second. Yes, of course, we're going to take care of our family and our friends. And of course, we're here to do that. But why are their needs put before your own needs? Like that makes no sense because if you're not taking care of yourself, then you're living on someone else's terms. Ignoring your needs ends up in feeling depleted and exhausted and burnt out and then resenting those other people and blaming them that, oh, I don't have enough time to take care of myself because I'm always taking care of you. Well, that's your choice. That's not their choice. So like if you're ignoring your health for so long that you can't show up as your best self for the people you love the most, that's not helping them in the end anyway, right? And of course, you're not ignoring your health because you're here and you're listening to this. So of course, you're not ignoring it. But I hope you're picking up what I'm putting down. So what I want to go over are some questions to ask yourself to really help get us out of this. Oh, I just feel so selfish doing this. I feel so guilty doing things for ourselves because that is the worst story to tell yourself because first of all, it's not true and it's not helping anybody because unless it's helping you too, it's not going to help other people. We think that doing things for other people is helping other people, even if that means ignoring our needs, but ignoring our needs actually negatively affects other people because it makes us not show up as best as we could show up. And if we're not showing up as best as we could show up, everybody else is also missing out. So it's like this, this, you know, idea that we have to do everything for other people and ignore our needs because that's what they need. But that's not what they need. What other people need is for you to be the best version of yourself. What you need is for you to be the best version of yourself. What the entire world needs is for everybody to be more selfish because if everybody was more selfish, everybody would be happier and healthier and the whole world would be so much better, right? So, all right, I'm going to give you some questions to ask yourself because not only in your health, like this isn't just about like, 
like making time to meal prep and making time to work out and making time to do all these things. Like, yes, that too. But two parts to this is, are you actually doing that workout because you're fueling yourself because it's something you need and it's actually fueling your soul or are you doing it because you think it's something you should do because it seems like that's something that will help you lose weight? Are you eating in a certain way because you think you should be eating that way? Or are you eating in a certain way because you know it actually fuels your soul, it fuels your mind and your body? Because we need to also just not look at the things we're doing. Because you might be like, no, Corinne, I do stuff for myself. I work out every single day. I am eating really well. I'm doing all the things. I'm going to sleep on time, like whatever, whatever you might be doing. But also ask yourself, are you doing these workouts because you actually enjoy them, because they feel so good in your body, because you feel so energized after? Or are you killing yourself through a workout? Are you pushing yourself so hard where you're miserable during the whole thing, you feel depleted after, but you think it's something that you should be doing because that's what society is telling us? Because that's not taking care of you. That's not putting you first. That's not that's not serving your higher self, capital S, self. That is just something that we think we need to be doing because that's what society is telling us. So really make that distinction also because so often we're like, oh, I'm doing stuff for myself, but you're... But we're not actually doing stuff for ourself, our higher self. We're doing things that maybe look good to other people or maybe that other people have told us is the right thing to do, but it doesn't actually feel good to us. It needs to feel good to you. Taking care of yourself isn't just these acts of doing these things in your health. It's doing things that actually serve you, that make you feel good, that nourish your mind, your body, your soul. So if the things that you're doing aren't doing that, it might look like self-care on the outside and you might be thinking that it's a form of self-care, but if it's actually not nourishing you in the ways that your soul, your higher self needs it to be, then it's not taking care of ourselves. We do things so often that we just think we should be doing instead of going into our intuition, which we all have, and actually asking ourselves, what do I need in this moment? Not what I think I need, not what I think will help me lose weight, not what I think will make me look good, not what I think other people want me to do. What do I actually need? Because that is what we need to be. That is the kind of selfishness we all need to be having. So here are some questions that I want you to ask yourself. Number one, what do you want your life to look like? What do you actually want your life to look like? Because again, this isn't just about health. This is about your entire life because so often we make decisions based on what other people want. And I was someone like this. I did a whole podcast episode on this. I will link it below because if I did things just, again, if I continued living my life for other people, I would still be teaching. I would have never left my teaching job and run my own holistic nutrition business. I would, I don't even know, I would still be eating. I wouldn't be vegan. I wouldn't have cut out certain friendships. There's so many different things, right? And it's because we think that we need to live our life to make other people comfortable, but we're not here to make other people comfortable. We're here to make ourselves as joyful and healthy as possible so we could live out our life the way that we're meant to actually live it out. So number one, what do you want your life to look like? How do you choose to have your life look? And and if you are, you know, maybe you're on your way to Whole Foods right now, you're going to order some food or you're going to pick up some food, you're going grocery shopping, whatever you're doing, I will put all this in the show notes, so don't worry about it. But really think about this. Number one, what do you want your life to look like? And really just without 
any resistance, not like, oh, this is unrealistic or this will never happen. Just let your mind wander. If you want to do a journaling activity, let your pen wander. How do you actually want your life to look? Really, really think about that without any resistance. We so often, we don't even let ourselves imagine things because we're like, oh, no, 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 that's not realistic. So I don't even want to think about it. It's like, why? Why can't we imagine and just open up, open up your mind to what's possible because anything is possible. We didn't think half the shit that happened this last year and a half would be possible, but here we are. So allow yourself to imagine. And what what, what is the downside of imagining? It's not like, oh, I don't want to disappoint myself by imagining. It's like, well, if you ever want to go further than where you are right now, you have to imagine. So let yourself just go. What do you want your life to look like is number one. Number two, what do you want your story to be? My business mentor, Jen Kennedy, said this to me the other day, and she said to me, Corinne, what do you want your story to be? Really think about that because that's going to help you determine your actions. If in like, you know, 10 years, you know, I'm writing a book or something, and it's like, what, even if you don't want to write a book, just think about it for an analogy. What do you want your story to be? What do you want other people to get out of your story? What kind of example do you want to lead? What do you want your story to be? Do you want it to be that you were felt too guilty for um, leaving teaching. You felt too guilty to actually invest in your health and in your life. So you just stayed mediocre. And now you're living a mediocre life. Like, I don't think anybody wants that to be their story, right? Mediocrity is so boring. That's not what we're here to do. We're not here to be mediocre and just have okay health, kind of enjoy our job, have an okay relationship. You know, some friends are good. Others aren't. It's like, ugh, nobody wants that, right? But it takes work for it to not be mediocre, which is why so often so many people are just staying in mediocrity because they don't want to put the work in it to get it to be as amazing as it can be. But you're not one of those people. So this is why you're doing this activity. So what do you want your life to look like is number one. Number two, what do you want your story to be? How do what do you want your story to be? Like what an awesome question because that opens things up so much and it allows you to be like, okay, this decision that I'm making actually isn't going to give me a result that I would want in my story. So I'm going to choose something else. That's what all this is about. It's about getting so self-aware that when you're making decisions, you're thinking about these questions. You're thinking like, okay, is this decision going to get me closer to this story that I want to have closer to this life that I want to have, or is it getting me further away from it? And that once we stop and get intentional, it, it makes things a lot easier. Okay. So what do you want your life to look like? What do you want your story to be? Number three, how do you want to feel every day? How do you want to feel? Do you want to feel light and energetic and joyful and peaceful and happy and serene and excited? Like, how do you want to feel every day? And are the things that you're doing right now allowing you to feel how you actually want to feel? Because we so often don't even ask ourselves these questions and then give ourselves time to be like, oh, wait, I'm actually not even making choices that are going to help me feel the ways that I want to feel, which is fine. Don't beat yourself up about it. Awesome that you recognized it. Now that you know, you could make different choices that is going to actually help you feel the, that you, the way you want to feel. So allow yourself to think of like, really, how do you want to feel every single day. That doesn't mean you're going to feel it every single day, but how would you love to feel every single day? That's number three. 
I hope you're enjoying this episode. I know I can get fired up and go on a rant with things, but it's because I care so much and I'm so passionate about this. But I want to pop in here quick and let you know about the 12-week group coaching program that I have, Mind Your Hormones 101, that's currently open. Depending on when you're listening to this, all the information of dates and all that stuff will be on my Instagram at Karina Angelica. You could always come DM me. But this program is for you if you're the woman right now who is like, I am so ready and I'm so dedicated and I'm so committed to being the healthiest version of myself. And I know that in order to do that, I need to learn more about my body. I need to learn more about my hormones. I'm so excited to do it. I want to be the most empowered version of myself so I can make choices that I know are good for me, that I know is actually supporting my hormones and my overall health so I can show up as the best person that I want to be. And I know that right now I don't have all the tools and the information that I actually need. And I want to learn from someone who's been there and who can help lead me through it. This is who this program is for. This program is for the woman who is like, also, I feel alone right now. I feel like I'm the only person that's dealing with these period problems and this fatigue and this facial hair growth and these migraines and this shitty digestion, pun intended. I'm the only person dealing with this. And also, I want to be in community with people because I'm also the only person in my friends and family group who really wants to improve in a natural way. And I want to be surrounded by other women who are just as empowered as I am, who are willing to grow and evolve and change and support each other and just be on this journey together because we're not meant to do things alone. This is who this program is for. This program is really helping you thrive naturally using nutrition, lifestyle, and supplementation so you can take control of your life from a place of knowing instead of throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks and just seeing what all these health and wellness tips are telling us without taking regard into consideration our hormones because our hormones are the basis of everything and if they are not being supported nothing else is going to fall into place so that is who mind your hormones 101 is for if this is something that sounds like holy crap, Corinne, I freaking need this. Text me the word mind to my text list and I will put the number below. You could just click it below. Just text me the word mind or you could DM me on Instagram at Corinne Angelica and we could chat there. So I cannot wait to talk to you. I cannot wait to hopefully work with you, but let's get back into the rest of today's episode. Number four is what kind of example do you want to be to those around you? Around you, What kind of leader do you want to show up as? Because whether you are a mother or a sister or a daughter or a business owner or a side hustler or a teacher or a spouse or a partner, no matter who you are and what you're doing, you are a leader to other people. You are setting an example to those around you. Does that matter what role you have It doesn't matter. Every single person is a leader. And if you want to lead yourself, which is what I always am teaching my clients of how to lead themselves, because if you you can't lead yourself, then your life is not your own, right? Your life is just however anybody else wants it to be. So ask yourself, what kind of example do you actually want to leave for others around you? Now, I I was thinking about this when I was looking at my niece the other day, and I was like, I, there's so many scary things that just is part of being a business owner and, and decisions that I need to make and, and all, all the things that come with it, right? And just in life in general. And I'm looking at her and I'm like, I want to be the example of someone who goes against the grain a little bit and does things that are scary and that might not be the traditional route to show her that she could do that too, 
right? Like she was saying something to me about um, something about teaching because my sister is a teacher. Her mother is a teacher. I was a teacher. She's in school. So she sees teachers. So she was telling me, I was like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And she told me a teacher, of course, because that's what she sees. And I was like, that's awesome. Like, why do you want to be a teacher? And she tells me because she wants to tell other people what to do. <laughs> so which I thought was hilarious. And I was like, well, you know, there are other jobs that, that could do that where you could, you know, tell other people what to do and you could be the leader. And she goes, okay. She's like, who, who's your boss? Who tells you what to do? I said, well, you know, I'm my own boss. I, and CC, she calls me and CC and CC because my real last name is Conroy. I know it's like knows Angelica and everything, but my real last name is Conroy. So she calls me CC. She's like, well, you know, who's, who's, who's your boss? I said, no, and Cece, you know, runs her own business. I'm my own boss. And she was like, so taken back. She didn't understand. She goes, so you work by yourself. So whatever. I'm explaining to her everything that I have an assistant, all these things. And it was just so cool in that moment for me to be like, I am the example for her that there are other options. So long story short, what kind of leader do you want to show up as? What kind of example do you want to be to those around you? Okay, so that's number four. So we have number one, what do you want your life to look like? Number two, what do you want your story to be? Number three, how do you want to feel every day? Number four, what kind of example do you want to be to those around you? What kind of leader do you want to be? And then number five, which is the last one and probably the most important one, why are you holding yourself back from living that out? What is stopping you? What limiting belief do you have? What fear are you not moving through? What is actually emotionally blocking you from doing that? Because there's so many layers to our emotions. There's so many layers to the reasons why we make the choices that we make. And if we don't take a look at it and go deeper and deeper and deeper, and the digging never ends, right? It just, you just keep going deeper and deeper into those levels. Why, what's holding you back? What fear is coming up? Why is it coming up? Who taught you that fear? What are you scared of? What's the worst that can happen? What, like, whose opinions are you afraid of disappointing? Like, really, really ask yourself, why are you holding yourself back from living out the life that you actually want to live? So this is not something that's just gonna, like, come up at your head and you're, like, on your walk, like, okay, I got this all figured out now, Corinne. This is amazing. Like, no, we need to take some time on this. Either... Think about this while you're going on a walk, and after I say one question, pause the podcast and allow yourself to really think about it, and then go back and listen to the next question, or write, again, these are in the show notes, so write these down, journal it out. You know I'm all about the journaling. Take some time to journal. It is such an amazing use of your time. I mean, holy crap, life-changing. So, But do it however feels good for you, whether that's just in your head, writing it out, verbally processing, talking to yourself. I do that all the time, but really think about these things, because If you're not going to allow yourself to ask yourself those questions and really see what comes up and know that you're worthy of taking care of yourself and that it's required to have the best life that you are going to have and that you deserve to have, it's like it's either that or are you just going to feel selfish for focusing on your health, for focusing on your life, on your needs, on your desires? Like, why would we feel selfish for doing that? We need to move through that. And as well as the time. So often we're like, oh, but I don't have the time to take care of myself, Corinne. This all sounds amazing. And it's not a worthiness thing for me. I know I deserve to take care of myself, but I just don't have time. And I'm here to give you some tough love and tell you that that's some BS because every single human on this planet has the same amount of time in the day. 
Oprah has the same 24 hours in a day that, that we do. Beyonce is the same 24 hours in a day that we do. Every single successful person that you want to deem successful has the same amount of hours in the day. Yes, they have hundreds of people working for them, of course. And no, nobody has the exact same situation that you have. But you're either going to let that hold you back and let that belief make your life just this mediocre or something you could use as an excuse to not live your best life. Or you could stop using that as an excuse and say, no, I'm going to find the time. I'm going to just start with finding five minutes in each day to, to do these things. Like you're either going to find the time or you're going to find an excuse. That's it. And whatever you want your result to be is what it's going to be based off of that. Are you looking for excuses or are you looking for solutions? Because if you're looking for excuses, you're damn sure going to find them because there's tons of excuses of not wanting to do things. But if you're looking for solutions, you're going to find the time. You're going to find the resources. You're going to find the need to actually do what you, what's best for you. Because if not, you're living on someone else's terms. You're going to feel depleted. You're not going to be the best you that you want to be. And then you're going to resent other people for it. And that's not a good look for anybody. Okay. So I, I am choosing to thrive. I'm choosing to take care of myself first. I choose to do what's best for me because what's best for me is what's best for everybody else. These are things that I truly believe in that I say to myself all the time. So use these affirmations if you want to help you and just to help shape your belief. Like I choose to take care of myself first. I choose to make health my number one priority and core value because without it, I have nothing. I choose to care more about how I feel than about other people's opinions of my decisions. I choose to do what's best for me because what's best for me is what's best for everyone else. And of course, you know that I don't mean to be an asshole and to just not give a crap about anybody else and just be so like self-absorbed. Obviously, you know that that's not what I'm saying. Okay. So, but ask yourself, what are you choosing? What are you choosing? And if it's not what you want it to be, if it's not what you want your story to end up like, if it's not what you think that you deserve or you know that you deserve, how can you change it? Because your needs are just as important as your kids' needs, as your spouses, as your partners, as your siblings, as your friends, as your family. They are just as important. In my opinion, they are more important because in order to give our family and friends the best version of us, We need to feel our best and feeling our best starts with taking care of ourselves and being excited to do it because you are going to be excited about the results that you get. So I can't wait to hear what your take backs are from this. I hope you're choosing to thrive. I hope you're choosing to take care of yourself first and I will chat with you soon. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.